Hi, you're listening to TAF Talks, podcast episode one. I'm Kylan Oliphant, giving you a peek into TAF's programs through the lens of its students, teachers, and community. In August, Seattle-based nonprofit TAF hosted its annual STEM by TAF Teacher Institute, opening its doors to almost 90 public school educators and administrators over the span of four days to share best practices from their award-winning academic model. TAF started Teacher Institute to educate public school teachers on how to incorporate STEM concepts, educational technology, project-based learning, and equitable practices into the classroom. These are essential components to Taft's school transformation program. The program relies on partnerships with existing public schools to implement Taft's academic model. This coming school year, three new schools are partnering with Taft under the school transformation program to bring Taft's model to their students and classrooms. Recently, I sat down with two principals from our partner schools in Tacoma, Washington, Erin Wilkins from Bose Elementary, entering their fifth year of school transformation, and Jennifer Cooper from Roosevelt Elementary, just beginning their journey with TAF. Both leaders have a lot to say about TAF, their school, and their hopes for their students. First, we have Erin, a veteran of school transformation, talk through his initial thoughts when Bose first entered a partnership with TAF, and talk through how they arrived to where they are now. He also touches on what role the Institute plays in resetting the teachers for the school year. I don't own this place, okay? (laughs) So we got veteran in the house. Can you please introduce yourself? I sure can. Hi, my name is Aaron Wilkins and I'm the principal at Bowes Elementary in Tacoma, Washington. And we're in our fifth year working with TAF and it's transformational model. Five years. Wow. All right. So tell me, tell me what this journey has been like. What were you thinking when you guys first started? I was completely wrong all the way from the beginning. I, I thought this was going to resemble some of the work that we've done in the past as it relates to trying to improve your school with a bunch of um, dictates and things you do. And it might work for about a couple years and then we'd be finished with it. I, I am pleasantly surprised that that is not it. It's really, um, the most difficult model we've ever done before because it's about students at the forefront, not what materials we're gonna be using, not what curriculum we've adopted, but how we're gonna teach in a way that helps kids reach the goals that they see for themselves. And so this has been a beautiful journey. Um, We started off initially with the thought that Bose has done a good job of creating a positive climate at our school, but we wanted to do something that was great and um, when the opportunity was given to us to consider working um, on this new project-based learning model, which we had heard a little bit about, but no substantive um, experiences with it, we thought, let's find out. Um, I met with Trish and met with our district leadership and then um, took that information that I had. And I remember Trish saying something to the extent, if you don't want this, we don't want you doing it. And I thought, kind of tricked me a little bit. I was like, well, you know, when you said that, I was like, hey, you have something here. And so I went back to the staff and convinced them that this was a, if we want to do this and explore this, we can do it. And it's truly an option. And staff bought in right away with a thousand questions. We generated those questions. We went out to go visit uh, TAF, 
Taffa and uh, had an opportunity to talk with staff members, but what really solidified that we had made the right choice for us was when we heard students talking about what they were learning, what they were doing, and the excitement that they brought, and they weren't rehearsed, they yeah. weren't coached up, they were like, it was coming from them, and that's what we knew was missing from our experience, was that we talked about what we were trying to do for kids, but we never let kids talk about what they needed. Right. So TAF has been about student voice and excellence and um, driving the needle um, over to greater equitable practices so that students of color have the opportunity to grow in fields that they normally would be exposed to. So um, can you tell me what that first year looked like at Bose? Like, what were your challenges? Like, was there a point where you were like, oh, my gosh, like, is this working? Like, yeah. you know, should we... Yeah, you know. You know that's interesting that you say that because at no point during our first year was anything easy. First of all, but at no point did I question that we um, had made the right decision. What I questioned was, are we going to be able to do this? And every time I would want to get bogged down into what I knew we could do versus what I was told we we're going to be able to do. Um, I had to continue to suspend disbelief. Um, and I hate to even say that because I tend to be optimistic, but when you chart into territories where you hear about kids are going to be able to do these types of things, speaking to other adults, um, following, driving questions, answering, finding out what next steps are, connecting with professionals in the field, whether that be somebody in their own community, uh, a family member, or whatever, um, you thought about all those different things and how they didn't fit with the normal model, what you've seen public education being. And I thought, one, do I have the capacity to lead this? Mm -hmm. Two, um, do I have the capacity to support my teachers in something that they're fearful about? Not fearful in the fact that they felt like they were being forced into it, but that they were being told that you could do greater than what you think you can do and kids can do greater than what you've seen them do before. That first year was hard and we got bogged down in details. Right. Um, when are we going to do this? When are we going to do this? When are we going to do that? And the funny thing about it was our coach at the time, um, Shoshana was like, and Amanda, um, both of them were coaches time. They just said, we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward. As we move forward, you're going to see the kids are reaching where you thought they couldn't reach, and you're reaching. And the reality was it worked. Yeah. Um, but it changed so much because what we thought was hard work before was not hard work. It was a different kind of work um, because when you think about – the net result of good practices have to mean that kids love learning and they're getting where they want to be. It's, you just can't pull out a worksheet that day. You just can't pull out a textbook and say, here, this is all the learning that you need for today to be successful. And so right. that first year was beautiful. And that was repeated every year after that. They would push us to the next level. And every year we start the same way. Yeah, we know we can do that now, but we can't do this. Right. And then we would continue to do it, continue to do it. So, uh, I look back on that first year with fondness and um, an amazement that we were able to accomplish what we accomplished. Even though we're not finished, this is not a product that's done, it's a process. Right. Uh, but it, it was beautiful. And the families were uniquely different than what we had ever seen before because their kids were leading the discussion and presenting ideas and knowledge and learning and families were excited about it. We're starting to see a real community build beyond the walls of the school. So this would be then your fifth Yes, that's correct, yes. Yeah? Yes. 
Does it feel any different every time you come through, or is it like, oh, this is the same thing? Are you are you gaining anything new out of these? <laughs> it's, 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 it, yes, I'm definitely gaining something new. And each time there's a laser-like focus on what we're moving towards differently. So mm-hmm. in year one, get to know PBL, right? Yeah. Get to kind of know some of the processes and the work that's ahead of you. Year two was like develop your skill set so that you're being more impactful about what you're doing with kids and really get more of the student voice more than you did the first year where you're kind of like riding the training wheels right year three we tried um pbl institute at home we did it on campus and that met some of our needs and then we were like you know what we need to go back home we need to go back home we need to be a part of the broader Mm -hmm. institute that was year four and staff and teachers went there, got deeper and deeper in their practice. And now here, year five, we've grown such that there's more schools involved, that the focus for an administrator now is instead of before where I was looking solely at what the needs of my staff was and find out what they're doing, now I'm thinking about how do I craft those stories for other administrators who are coming on board and they're doing this work now. Yeah. And so that's been the biggest change in year five is yeah. that we're looking at other people's practices and what we've gone through and being the person to be able to kind of go, this is what we've learned. Um, and this is what I can share with you, but work through the difficulty, which is what we needed to hear on yeah. a regular basis. And those so other you're years. being able to kind of like talk through these possible fears. Yes. The new, new people coming on board, which is really cool. Cause it's almost like a, a, now a community yes. um, that you're a part of and that you guys can share your best ideas and practices. hundred percent. Awesome. I, I believe that that's been really beneficial. Um, but something that was really unique I got to see yesterday um, on day three was there was a debrief where Roosevelt, which is a new school course that's coming on in Tacoma um, in this transformational model. And their teachers were asking Bose teachers about, is this all right to feel this way? What kind of things, what does it look like? And one of the teachers from Bose, Ashley Spivey said, we're here to support you. We're here to support you and we want you to support us. And so there was this mutual reaching out by several teachers to the Roosevelt family saying that you're part of this now. We're not just saying, thank you. We hope your journey's good, but it was like, we're invested in you. Talk to us. And I couldn't have planned that. I couldn't have said teachers be supportive of Roosevelt, but it was just this natural sense that teachers took that responsibility on several teachers. And I feel that if we continue to replicate this model, every new school that joins in on this process, this transformational model is going to have a network of people that are their family partners that are there to support them, whether they're in the same district or they're in different districts or even in a different part of the U.S. So... Can you talk a little bit about your student demographics and like yes. what types of students you have at your school? Yes. So so Bose um, is made up of a 100% population of students of promise, first and foremost. Absolutely. We have um, a large speaking Spanish population um, who aren't heterogeneous in their needs. Um, they have the commonality of some of them speak two and three different languages. And we have some who are, of course, who are from Central America, some um, from Mexico, um, but ultimately, Bose is pretty diverse in the sense that a third or more of our students um, are uh, Hispanic, mm-hmm. um, Latinx. They, th- these students basically come, some are like second generation, third generation students. Some of them have been here a long time, mm-hmm. and their families went to Bose. Okay. Um, we have a smaller population of African-American students there. I would say that... From a percentage standpoint, our school is 545 students. That's made up of three preschools, 
special ed preschool, a Title I preschool, and an ECAP, which is like a state-run preschool. And I would say of that 540 plus students, that maybe 60 of those students are students who are his, uh, would identify as African-American or black. Okay. Um, smaller portion of um, Caucasian students, but we're growing and our um, international students that are coming to Bose mm. um, from Somalian, um, Nigeria. And so Bose is pretty per capita, probably one of the most diverse schools in Tacoma. What is your biggest goal for school what are you hoping happens this school year yes. in terms of um, the TAF partnership and like what you're able to, to accomplish I'm my whole mindset this year is about intensifying and um, accelerating the opportunities that students have as they move forward so especially for those students who are in fifth grade their final year with us mm -hmm. we're hoping that we can create such um, an excitement and love for learning and what the future holds for them, as well as what the present holds for them, that they push back on the next schools that they go to, so that those schools have to make adjustments, mm -hmm. have to make a shift to be able to meet their expectations, because they're functioning here, and those kids are gonna be coming in functioning like this, thinking that we require, we need these resources. They've had um, hands-on experience with some of the um, more um, fundamental practices of project-based learning, where they expect to think, they expect to communicate, they expect to have um, curriculum designed around them and their needs and their interests, and they expect to be connected to the broader community and the broader world and using technological means, um, 21st century skills. They expect to work collaboratively. And if they were to go to a school that didn't um, embrace that, um, that school would receive some stresses, I believe, from those students. And I don't mean that they would act um, inappropriately. There would be um, a professional and there would be a, an appropriate demand for more. Mm -hmm. Because simply sitting in a classroom, checking in, checking out, getting assignment, going home is not enough for these kids. Um, so I hope that we don't lose that um, desire to um, inculcate that in every kid that comes through Bose Elementary, but that we don't lose touch with those kids who have come through Bose so that as they go to the middle schools and nearby that we're making connections with those kids in those middle schools, putting that pressure on those schools to go, these kids need something that's viable and relevant and engaging. We believe that'd be project-based learning in the um, STEAM by TAF model. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope that kids continue to get a greater sense of what's out there, uh, that teachers will continue to be uncomfortable. I, I know that sounds weird to say that. Yeah. Uncomfortable with the fact that they're facilitators of learning they aren't sages on the stage that just dictate learning and kids hopefully absorb. No, no. Mm -hmm. They're finding out what their kids need. They're gathering resources. They're, they're researching with kids and they're exploring new avenues. And my greatest goal would be that there is competition and fighting um, of families to ensure that their kids continue to be able to go to Bose Elementary. And as those kids graduate from there, yeah. matriculate through the system, that mm -hmm. they'll be forcing other people. You need to go back and find out what's going on. There's something unique going on. And um, as I think even beyond this year, I want to make sure that this is not our fifth and final year with our family at Taft, that this is now the culminating event where we step forward and we figure out how do we perpetuate and sustain this work yeah. long beyond our initial five years. Um, Trish has always um, had pressure for me when I say, <laughs> Trish, don't think you just get us for five years. Right. <laughs> this is something that we can't go back to what we're doing. And we want that partnership to move beyond. And that will look different, of course. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I would be really, really disheartened if we didn't continue to do this great work. And part of doing great work is making sure you're working with people with great minds and we're collaborative with you so that you continue to work beyond isolation. And uh, our kids are getting the best thing that they could possibly get. And it's not the best thing that we have to offer. It's the fact that these are the kind of things that kids should be exposed to. These are things that are normally relegated and um, given to kids of privilege. Right. And we're saying, no way. If that best thing for your kid over here is to do these types of things, then we want those same things and even more for our kids here at Yeah, Bums. absolutely. Well, you know how Trish, what Trish is. <laughs> yes. You're always going to be tough family. <laughs> Next, I talked to Jennifer Cooper, principal of Roosevelt Elementary. As the new principal, Jennifer is hopeful that the partnership with TAF will bring about new opportunities for her students and she'll see the results across the community. So my name is Jennifer Cooper and I am the principal at Roosevelt Elementary School on the east side. This was my first year going into Roosevelt. Um, this is my 12th year as an administrator with Tacoma Schools. Awesome. Talk to me about when you found out TAF was even going to be coming to Roosevelt and like what were you thinking? So um, as I was transitioning out of my last building and was told I was going to Roosevelt, I had a conversation with my deputy superintendent about TAF and um, you know, he told me to look at it, look it up and and as I started really digging deep into it, I realized how amazing this opportunity was going to be, not only for me and to grow as an educator, but mm -hmm. for the staff to be able to plan super engaging lessons that the kids help design and then the kids and the hands-on learning and you know just being able to to spark those interests and and really follow what they were excited about with their learning so um, i took it as just an amazing opportunity and then i had the pleasure of meeting trish and heather they came to meet with me it really helped me understand more of the five pillars of TAF and what our work would be um, all through an equity lens as we were designing the lessons. So I, I'm excited. Staff are super excited. We're just ready for the kids to start school so we can get in there, get it going. Awesome. So it sounds like you, off the bat, you were already pretty pretty excited about TAP coming. You yeah. kind of under, already understood, like, what we would be able to, like, offer yeah. you guys through the partnership <laughs> and all of that. So um, now you're at Teacher Institute. Um, how have, have these last four days been for you, in your opinion, for yourself as a principal and then also for your um, your teachers? So starting with myself as a principal, well, starting with myself as a person, the work that the administrators did and that we were led by Mickey and Trish and Heather, really that self-reflection piece of who we were, who, who I am and what are my core beliefs and what am I, what my role is, not only as a principal, but as a person in society today. Mm -hmm. And then as a principal, the work and the collaboration, um, the team time with the other administrators, both new and seasoned, to kind of hear their perspectives and to start this 
don't know, this uh, support system where we can talk to each other and have opportunities to learn from each other and from each other's experiences. We had so much focus on equity and the importance of what this means as we are working with our, our students and giving them these excitements or this exciting opportunity, um, the project-based learning. Um, and then the staff, just spending time with the staff and just seeing their excitement because I'm new. And so not really knowing them and trying to build these relationships with them as I'm coming in and knowing that we have heavy lifting at Roosevelt. We're one of the lowest performing schools in the state. Um, and knowing that in my heart, knowing this is exactly what we need to do for our kids. Uh, and then working with them and having conversations that they're so excited uh, and they're just ready to start it but they're also a bit anxious. They're not sure what to expect. Um, and then watching them have conversations with teachers from Bose and the teachers from Bose saying, you know, we got you, it's gonna be okay, we'll help you. And, and watching that collaboration and that collegiality, um, they're excited and just the conversations I've had, they're excited to start implementing. And then of course with the school-wide piece too, they, they chose different lessons, sorry. Oh, it's okay. That's my brother. <laughs> I'll talk to him. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and so they, they're they excited. I think, again, going back there, they're feeling they've had scripted you know, lessons for so long mm -hmm. that there's a bit of anxiety, but I think most part they're they're very excited in regards to the opportunities, opportunities they can give the kids, so. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, can you talk about, as, as you move into this first year at, at Roosevelt, um, can you talk a little bit about, like, the state of Roosevelt in your eyes and, like, where you really feel like TAF will add value to the school um, students and community? As I'm moving into Roosevelt, um, culture and community will be my first area that I focus on, of course, academics, um, but I personally believe in my, my core beliefs that it's not going to come together until we have that sense of community. And so I am hopeful that with TAF, uh, we will bring in more families, that we will get more family support and family engagement, opportunities for families to come in and talk to students and their different roles in the community, what they do and, and their path and how they got there. Um, so I'm excited for the kids to learn from each other. It's a great opportunity to build culture, community, um, and increase family engagement. And then with the increased family engagement, I anticipate that everything will fall into place and test scores will go up and, you know, the support from the district in regards to instruction and it will just, everything will shift and change. I'm hopeful, I'm excited, and I can't wait to see that one little kid with a spark in his or her eye and just take off uh, and to think about the opportunities and giving them opportunities especially as we talk about college and career ready and and to light that fire that could possibly turn into something amazing yeah so exciting well thank you so much yeah. for chatting with me and just like talking about yeah. you know what your hopes are for your students and yeah you're welcome 
Bose Elementary and Roosevelt Elementary are just two of the four school transformation sites that Taft currently partners with. In the next episode, we'll focus on our work in the Federal Way Public School District, talking to principals from our very own school, Taft Zahali, and also our two school transformation sites, Brigadoon Elementary and Olympic View Elementary. They'll be able to talk about how the school year is going so far and what they hope to bring to their school community. Again, you're listening to Taft Talks with Kylin Oliphant. Follow us on social media at STEMBYTAF or find us online at techaccess.org. Until next time.